Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner featuring Jack and Andre. FBI Radio. It's that time of the morning. If you tell your friends you're busy so you can stay in and watch movies and you turn to professional cinema critics when you need to walk out of a session or just love the smell of popcorn in the morning, you'll love our regular Monday film chat, Movies, 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 Uh, to bring you your latest cinema goss, news, reviews and just general excitement. Film Lodge Jack and Andre come in every week and brighten up our mornings. Uh, We just want to know, how did they get into cinema? What's wrong with Cinema 5 at Dendy Newtown? Let's get to know them a little better, shall we? Jack Andre. <laughs> oh my god. That's the last energy I actually have now. <laughs> and you picked. And I picked it. What is your first recollections of cinema appreciation? Hmm. It's such a common occurrence. Growing up and being young and watching movies and becoming obsessed with a movie, you then find out later on down the track, oh, that movie actually represented something that I probably shouldn't be, you know, cool with. Do you know what I mean? Or I feel that less and less because I feel like it was just in my bones. That you were always To woke. read that. Oh, fuck you, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, let me just say that, like, as like a not so woke thirteen year old, I remember watching Kill Bill and being blown away by it. And that movie isn't actually. That's like... your first recollection of cinema appreciation is when you were thirteen. Yeah, actually, like hardcore. Like I remember, I, I was obsessed I've... with. I feel like I was obsessed with like Movie World, mm. my local like video center from like a like yeah. from Jackson. like birth, like crawling in and Jack- like wanting to rent out yeah. Troll in Central well, Park a hundred thousand times. Just, Jack just loves the industry. And just, I just I, love the I industry. Just, I love the people. I love video the... shops. I miss video shops. Yeah, video shops that are basic dope. to say. Okay, but back to what I was saying though is that Kill Bill, um, Kill Bill was probably the first time that I watched something and then kind of thought to myself, oh my God, is this what it feels like to have a passion? Jack? <laughs> oh my God, that's so nice. Sadly, mine, I think, was probably Anastasia, the cartoon movie, where, and I just, like, have, ever, like, loved the Romanoffs ever since and just Rasputin. But I reckon that was probably the first I begged my babysitter to take me. I must have been, like, five and I knew everything about that film and that was when I think my mum had, like, a Windows 98 and I really understood the internet and like how to do things for myself and really heavily research things and become really obsessed with things like a year before they were going to come out. Jack, you only love Romanoffs now because Matthew Weiner, Mad That's not creator. true. Cancel Matthew Weiner. I haven't watched any of that show. No, <laughs> Al and I have been talking about Romanoffs because we have been talking about like royalty and how sickening it is to be so obsessed with royalty. No, mm-hmm. Anastasia just spoke to a part of me that I don't actually know like ever existed and was the first film that I saw about like a, a princess that like wasn't just pathetic and annoying and like image obsessed but she like had to go through something horrible and, and Rush is such a great backdrop Rush is dope as a kid like yeah <laughs> Rush is like where you want to be it's mm. the snow it doesn't look like where you are it's always Christmas yeah so I totally understand where that where that comes from because the colour I know it sounds weird because it's like the filmmaking of Anastasia yeah it's a cartoon like but the filmmaking of Anastasia is amazing and it's probably as cool as watching you know Pan's Labyrinth for the first time when you were 15. I know. And, uh, oh, my God. I watched that with my... Yeah. I got, like, a bootleg from Bali, and I watched mm. that with my nana thinking it was going to be this, like, totally PG film. Mm-hmm. And, like, at age, like, 13, watching this guy getting bottled in the first scene with my nana. <laughs> She's yeah. just going, ooh, <laughs> ooh. I think I maintain that being a youngster watching Russian... R- watching Russia in a cartoon is... The, is similar to being a teenager and watching, like, Freaks and Geeks or... Totally. Claire Danes yeah. carrying... 
a bag at a locker. <laughs> What's that show called? Oh, damn, I don't know what Claire Danes. You know that Claire Danes show where no, she's a student? Don't. Let's not go there. <laughs> so where did you guys meet and how did you become friends? Jack Andre has like a photographic memory for when he meets people. So mm, I'm going to throw truly. this one to you. Because we definitely we met at afters, but that's a basic answer. Mm. We, met at, we met at film school. And specifically we met on the front lawns. And it was a day when it's you go to film school... You go to film school. You yeah, you go to any kind of institution, and you meet people, and you're and you like supposed to like share passion, and then you meet people, and then they just have like this horrible taste. I hate to be elitist, but they have horrible taste. And I hope you're not going to describe <laughs> no. your first experience with me now. And then you meet, and then you, and then you get through those crops, of, that crop of people where you're like, okay, you're really nice, but we just don't see eye to eye on like yeah, what, yeah, yeah, what should totally. be like. And when you go to like film school, you really want to meet people that you yeah, can watch movies I think for you hours. Expect it. I think you expect. Oh, I'm going to go to that one room where everyone thinks the same way as me, and yeah. it's the total opposite, which is beautiful and yeah. you know a, fa- a fabulous struggle. And then you meet, then you meet the people that do like the same shit as you and that's how Jack came into the picture I think where we just started we formed a friendship circle of people who were just like yeah we all just want to you know sit in a dark stinky moldy room and you know eat cheese and pop and (laughs) (laughs) and just hang and watch the crummy Criterion Collection films that we all love so that's the context in which Jack and I met. We met and we started bonding over our, like, very, very similar taste. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Even though it seems like we disagree Mm. on things a lot more than we do, Mm. I think it's smaller and I think we actually agree on a whole lot more. And I think I maintain that when a film buddy meets their, like, long-term film buddy, they're there for life. (laughs) Back to your cheese comment. You did say last night that Parmesan was your lube. Mm, Actually, though... (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That just... And I stand by that, I think. Yeah. I've sat on it for a day. Explain the word film lords and explain what movies, movies, movies is all about. Okay, movies, Cute. movies, movies is a hark back to Andre's year 12 film Cats, Cats. Oh, yeah, Cats. actually. Okay, a bit, bit of history, a bit of history here. The first film that I ever made was for my year 10 assignment and we had to do a community-oriented project. So they expect you to, you know, teach a class to people who haven't got access to that class or go out and do community service and I thought it'd be fabulous to make a movie so I went and I made a parody of Kill Bill with my cat and I called it Cats 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 I'm all cats Film Lords we were tossing up all these things and Andre just came up with Lords based on Lord yeah truly the New Zealand singer songwriter I feel like if we had to be musicians if like which musician best represents the, the film criticism that we like I think it's Lord you know yeah brooding kind of like People think that they're grumpy, but really they're just like full of passion and knowledge. And smart. Smart. Chic. Liked by their elders. Actually, yeah. And uh, L- likes to hydrate themselves. And also, we'd love to cast you, Lord, if you're listening or if anyone oh, knows Lord. Truly. I think you'd be incredible on the screen. Okay, let's talk about that later. <laughs> I'm into that. Where do you see yourself in the Sydney cinema scene? And how would you like to influence it? <gasps> Ooh. Good question. Mm, daunting question because you never want to piss off anyone in the Sydney scene. You don't scene. want to piss anyone off. The scene is so interesting because what is a scene when it comes to film industry? There's like the industry mm. and there's lots of people who work so, so hard in a really unforgiving industry that's like totally seasonal mm. um, that we don't want to be a part of at all. And like I don't want to piss off anyone in the actual film industry because it must be so hard to do your job. But also like please take yourself less seriously and mm. take more risks. Like it's, it's so boring to watch mm. what comes out of the Australian film industry. So I guess yeah. we want to shake things up and remind people to be resourceful. And I think also Jack and I have, I, like, ironically, we haven't really succeeded in trying to play the traditional film game, I guess. Uh, I mean, I feel like, uh, 
we, I mean, like, three years ago, if you'd asked us what we wanted to do or where we want to sit in the film scene, we'd want to say something like, oh, I want to be, you know, getting funded by all these funding bodies and directing with, like, huge teams and budgets and stuff. And that's never really worked for us. But instead, because we've done kind of the opposite, that's kind of led to exciting opportunities. I know. And now we're finding things, like, like with Dead End Film Festival, like, there's mm. these little festivals cropping up that really support really diverse filmmakers who make things with incredibly low budgets that mm. are really personal. And I'm not talking, like, branded YouTube content or... Like, they're still films. Like, they definitely feel and look and sound like films. But I guess it's just about, like, taking it into your own hands and making it with friends. And I think that's what we really like to do. And speaking of friends, I always thought that film and, like, film loving and film culture and filmmaking was, like, a weird way for me to make friends because yeah. I've always used movies as a way to, like, bond with people. Totally. Or understand people. Like, I feel like movies have kind of, like, taught me how to speak to people. So I feel like taking on a job or a profession that makes you an expert or makes you, like, a film lover or a film, you know, conversationalist, it's kind of because we want people to, like you know, get on the same wavelength as us, uh, disagree with, or agree with us, yeah. and just be, like, down to have, and like, take a so fervent, hot conv about films. I think that's exactly where we sit on the film scene, It's just, like, being a relentless supporter of people who just love to be enthusiastic about films mm. because there's so much to talk about on every level. Like, whether it's just your enjoyment of a film, going with friends, or whether it's, like, the socio-political historical context of the film, or if it's, like, the narrative, or it's, like, how the film's made. Mm. It's just so fun to talk about that, and that's, like, where we want to sit on the scene, I think. You're tuned in to Movies, 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 and we've been getting to know our beloved film lords, Jack and Andre. Right now I'm going to take a track from Methyl Ethel. This one's real tight. You're on FBI Radio 945. We're getting to know your film lords, Jack and Andre, our host of Monday's Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings. Guys, <laughs> hypothetical for you. A new movie's just come out. You're both really, really keen to see it. Which Sydney cinema would you go and see this movie in? Not gonna oh. lie, Jack's house. Yeah, my house is the best it's place the best to watch. cinema in, in Sydney. We've just got two comfy couches. Mm. We've got a single mattress that was supposed to go to someone else's house and ended up on the floor. A and green so people, rug. People, you can fall asleep on every angle. A green grassy rug that if anyone's got a steam cleaner, please come over because it's got everything smushed <laughs> through it now, mm-hmm. including like including like pastels, mm. <laughs> like not, let alone food and like fur. Um, but, it's gorgeous and comfy and you've grown real- to love the Javanese draws. But as a real answer, though, which cinema would you Probably Dendi, because it's the end of my street. It's yeah. so nice going to that foyer. Dendi Newtown? I love Dendi Newtown. Me I don't too. care. Like, mm. except for which cinema... Which do we hate? <laughs> which room? Which do we hate? Cinema, cinema 4. Cinema no, 5. Wait, is it Cinema 5? Or Cinema 7, is it? Or is it Cinema uh, the 7? The upstairs one. Huh? The upstairs to the Wolf left to... down the end. Why? It's just there's something off something about upstairs. that room. With, like, the positioning of the screen? I don't know what or... it is. It just feels Haunted. uncomfortable. It's wrong. It's wrong. That okay. there's something that's happened in that room. I've recently fallen in love with the Hoyts Broadway, actually, funnily enough. That's crazy. Be- to be able to go to the fuck off huge <laughs> yeah. Emporium Cinema. I know. And sit in those reclining chairs. I like, don't know. That place feels a bit Times Square to me. But I like that there. Because I really, really, really get on board with cinemas in, like, CBD. Like, I love a cinema in, like, a, in, like, a huge shopping mall. Like, that, to me, is just, like, the essence of, of cinema. I think the reason I like Dendi is that I can read the audience. Mm. Because I know that the audience, they're not coming from... When you go to one in the CBD, you don't know where people are coming from. It's not really a community. There's something communal about the Dendi one. Like, I really think you have to live in the neighbourhood to go there. 
and it doesn't feel like a megaplex, so you can vibe off people. When you're in a cinema like Dendi and you're one of, let's say, 30 people in the audience, are you the kind of people to, like, wait till a loud noise to rustle your minty's bag or whatever, or do you just, like, hook into snacks when you feel like it? Oh, we're kind of bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're not During the Sydney <laughs> Film Festival, my friend Freya and I, like, ran in a little bit late because we'd just been at another session, and we went to this, like, very impenetrable Goddard movie that was so experimental and just horrible to watch. <laughs> and we walked across this woman and then sat down, and we opened <laughs> a bag of chips, and she let over, and she stabbed us on the shoulder and went, for goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> and then sat there. Oh, she sat yeah. there through, and then we knew that she wouldn't like, I don't think she liked the movie, and she had to sit there and watch, like, the next one and a half hours of, like, impenetrable nothingness oh, yeah, <laughs> pretending to enjoy it or like be getting anything from it but I feel like we we, we are film critics for her <laughs> I'm actually I've, I've grown to be fine with noises in cinema the only thing I've now realised I hate is Apple Watches mm. I hate an Apple Watch going off just well, people when the people turn them on like I can kind of even get down with phones and texting but Apple Watches are just like they turn them away from themselves and put them in your face Anyway, that's my new thing. Here's my stance. I think if the movie's good enough, it doesn't matter what people are doing in the cinema because you're so in the movie. Yeah. And then on the other side of the spectrum, I just totally don't believe that you should go to movies and sit quietly. Like, I think as a generic rule, I'm all about, you know, I just, I hope people don't think that we go see movies, we get out of little clip I mean, it's crazy we got shushed in Halloween. Yeah. Like, to be shushed in, like, a horror or a comedy is ridiculous. I I was just listening to, like, a a podcast today where someone was like, I got shushed in A Star Is Born for laughing at the alley poster, like, the big billboard. Do you want me to get raw right now? Oh, get raw. When I was, uh, when I don't know how old I was, but I was probably, it was before I was 16, uh, when Par- Paranormal Activity 3 came out, we, all these people at, at my school, at my high school, like, let's all go see Paranormal Activity. And me and my close friend, we were so excited to go see it. And I, we had, my high school had this thing where they would all, like, every Friday night, would just, like, rustle up every single person and then go see a movie. And it would always be, like, something trashy or, you know, a fuck off and stupid, like, you know. Prom night. Pr- like, or, a, you know, prom, was... or, like, you know, just, like, a yeah. Narnia 5 or, you know, like, a, uh-huh. um, Christian Stewart battling battle swords or Watchmen you know snow swordsman anyway we'd all go see a movie and uh, they would always sit at the very very front they'd probably get blades beforehand they would just make so much noise throughout the whole movie they'd probably be like a hookup but I have this really vivid memory of going to go see Paranormal Activity 3 and this kid that kind of was always like the butt of everyone's joke who would always kind of get like quasi bullied but in a way that like you can't really tell if uh, it's bullying or not bullying when you're in high school because everyone's just mean to everyone. But he came along with us. It was like a group of 10 of us and we're all going to go see this movie and it's paranormal activity. I'm probably 15, super virginal with my best friend next to me. Everyone's talking in the cinema and then this one kid that just got so much flack at school watching paranormal activity is like dead silent in the cinema and then he just starts going, oh God, oh God, oh man, oh man, oh God, oh God, oh man, oh man. And I lost it. I thought it was literally the funniest thing I've ever experienced in a movie. And we still quote it today and his name was Jose and he was amazing and I feel like maybe because of the sheer audacity of being an awkward kid that no one liked going out with a bunch of friends that didn't like him probably getting bullied before going to the movie and afterwards but still hanging out with these people desperate for friendship in the middle of paranormal activity just loudly shouting at the screen with like so much confidence that really um, resonated with you it resonated with me I was just so blown away I was, I was moved by it I was like you are funny you are a genius you are my next you are my god have you guys ever been kicked out of a cinema? 
That's a great question to ask because you, you and I have a story about that. Don't yeah, you? I got yeah. kicked out of King Kong. It yeah. was so long, and it what was the same. Doing? It was like Paranormal Activity three situation where it was uh-huh. like end of term. <laughs> All of the horny teens, everyone's making out with each other. Everyone's like on the ground. We were like rolling around, boys and girls. And like I was like totally closeted and so excited about the intention. And mm. yeah, we got fully kicked out of King Kong. Well, you were rolling on, around on the ground. Rolling on the ground, other. screaming, making noises. Like, Jack, pre- like that was not the only time that you've been kicked out of a movie, okay? When did we get kicked out? Mind if I tell a story? Oh, my God. Okay, so Jack oh, my God, and I. We're ruining the day tree on our honeymoon. Let Andre tell it. Let Andre tell it. I have the speaking stick. <laughs> we had just finished up on a romantic getaway to Queensland, and we had our one last night in Cairns, and we thought, okay, you know what? We're in Cairns right now. We just spent all this time in the rainforest. We're going to just do something that's, like, in the city, that's accessible, that's not hard. We're just going to go see a movie. And it was when Django... Un- no, Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight had just come out by Quentin Tarantino. And we thought, fun, we'll just go see Quentin Tarantino, we'll get a bottle of wine, we'll get some burgers beforehand, go see a movie, great way to end a holiday. I mean, come on, genius. But Jack and I were being cheap, and we bought cheap wine, and then we just went to go line up in the movie, and we could just smell the, like, $17 ticket waiting for us. And we're like, oh, we really don't want to spend money on this last night that we have together. So we overheard where the cinema was screening the movie, and we got our wine and snuck into this movie. <laughs> And we sat down and just started drinking and wine. And then we got busted and they kicked us out. And then after, after that, we finished oh the no. wine on the street and then went back into the next session. We're like, can we please go see The Hateful Eight? And they were like, fuck off. No, yeah. They <laughs> and we're like, get the fuck we're like, out. We'll pay for it. And they're like, you're drunk. Please yeah. leave. And we had like, what, one bottle of wine? But we were sort of like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe the audacity. But then they were like, get out. And then we were like, okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then we hurried out. Oh my God, far north Queensland. So have you ever finished The Hateful Eight. Yeah, and yeah, I actually enjoyed it, actually. And it's ironic because the only good part of that movie is the end, so you really have to just, you have to just watch it to be able to enjoy it. Jennifer Jason Leigh. Oofed. On FBI Radio, that was the real excited chat of Jack and Andre and Bridie, who will be back with you in the new year for brand spanking new episodes of Movies, Movies, Movies. Right now I'm going to take a track from Steve Spacek. This one's well, well. You tuned into movie uh mornings on FBI Radio ninety four point five. My name's Bree Kennedy. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at FBIRadio.com slash podcasts. Listener.